What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Ever Adaptive Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Flowers, along with my co-host here, Sarah Budson. Good morning. Your voice got so soft when we started recording. Oh, that's my customer service voice. <laughs> well, sometimes I feel like I like yell when we start and then I yell <laughs> myself when I listen to it back. So welcome. Welcome to... It was very soft and... <laughs> like calming this morning it's like those radio shows that they used to have where it was like after dark yeah this is Peggy after dark (laughs) all right enough is the sun out over there today it's starting to come out it was not out this morning when I walked but it's starting it's so gloomy here today and it rained like all day yesterday and I'm just I need sunshine same I I don't know why we live in the Midwest especially when it goes to daylight savings I get so the worst seasonally depressed yep someone I I had a professor in college that she I went to school in Minnesota which why I went to school in Minnesota is beyond me (laughs) I lasted a year I don't think Um, I knew that (laughs) you didn't know that no (laughs) oh well I was there for a year and then I came back um but she had said that she had really bad seasonal depression so she went on vacation every single february and i just remember thinking like if i had that luxury yeah that's great but i'm stuck here <laughs> i try to make it a point to get out of michigan sometime throughout the winter just so i can break it up a little bit i mean it helps that my brother lives in arizona so i can kind of just be like I'm going to go dip for a little bit and just get some sunshine for a yeah. week. <laughs> you need like it. A little, a little bit of a recharge before we're screwed for the rest of all of our eternity until like June. I know. I know. Well, now that I'm an adult, I'm like, yeah, that definitely makes sense. Going to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snowbird life is definitely the way to go. Dude. Like, goals. <laughs> seriously but I want to do it before I'm retired like I don't want to wait to live my life until I'm 67 years old like we're gonna do it now yep that's goals do it but- now <laughs> a little well, little rant we had zero play on that <laughs> I know well it is what it is um so we're a uh- it's tomorrow tomorrow's thanksgiving right tomorrow's thanksgiving <laughs> like zero grasp on time right now i honestly forgot that it was this week um i feel like it's usually later in like the month isn't it i feel like it's like almost a week early i oh, i don't know i feel like it's always the end of november so yeah we got one more week of november after like- this yeah, it still feels like it's, I don't know, like mid-November. I don't know. Time is flying, though. <laughs> it's going way too fast, and I feel like the holidays are just going to be a blur. Yeah. And uh, also, I'm going to put this on here, but probably not post on my socials. We are one week out. From what, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> I'm finally getting implants, and I'm... <laughs> I'm so excited for you and I'm going to be so jealous. <laughs> so, uh, actually we should probably think about re- recording a couple podcasts to have stacked up while I'm recovering, but yeah, I was thinking about that. We'll have to talk about that after. Um, 
What are your Thanksgiving plans? We are going to, me and the kids are going to my aunt's house. Okay. And I'm in charge of desserts. So I've been. Of course. I know. I love it. <laughs> um, I actually, Joe's throwing like a little Friendsgiving for his shop and his people tonight. Wow. And I'm not going, but I'm offered to make dessert because I love it so much. So <laughs> I so made fun. that for this morning and then I have two more pies to make and yeah. Fun, fun. What are you doing? Um, well, like half of my family is out in Arizona, my brothers, <laughs> my yeah. dad, my, my stepmom and my grandpa. So I'm so jealous. I really should have gone, but as we're talking about the gloom, yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, but no, I'm just going to go to my mom's for breakfast. I'll probably train midday um, and just lay low, relax. I need That's... the serenity. <laughs> are you a Thanksgiving person or are you more of a Christmas person? I love the holidays like through and through. I really do. Um, but, and this will actually, this will be the perfect segue into our topic for today. <laughs> so I get one free meal for Thanksgiving, but I am going to be dieting, prepping through the holidays through Christmas. So we're right back in it. Um, I mean, I'm being strict on my plan right now too, but this will be my last free meal for the foreseeable next seven months <laughs> yeah because we go into prep so okay before this is a good segue go into like when you say free meal for thanksgiving how are you going to handle that day are you going to eat all your meals and then just replace one of your meals with thanksgiving dinner yeah and i honestly i might switch it around and use it my breakfast because i'm going to my mom's for breakfast and i don't really have dinner plans and so and it's gonna be it's easy for me to keep breakfast clean because my, I have a harder time with sweets at night where like, I'm not like a big sweet person in the morning, like breakfast food. I'm like, give me all the eggs, all the meat, like all the protein as, as you can. Like, that's what I crave in the morning. So it'll be a good, like, it's really just going to be kind of even more of like a refeed, a bigger protein dense meal um I might have like a little bit of a I'm sure that my stepdad always makes like pies and cheesecakes and stuff so I might have like a little bit of dessert after breakfast and then I'll just be on plan for the rest of the day so um it'll be easy for me because I don't this is well it's the second year that I don't have to bounce around a lot of different places but I don't even have to go from like moms to dads like I normally do and be like okay well how do I juggle two different, you know, holiday meals where I want to stay on plan where it's, I mean, this is really making my life even easier where after I can just come home and right, right back into my meal plan as yeah. normal. So that's a really good point. Cause if you are going to take a free meal and you're not just taking the whole day off, like for my clients, they're lifestyle clients. I told them don't track today. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about your macros. Just get right back on plan on Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you are taking just a free meal and you're bouncing around to everyone's families, how it, it's hard to like figure out how to manage that. So I would just go into it with like, and uh, I hate that we're talking about this because it's, and it's going to be, I know, it makes me anyway, right. 
it's gonna be after Thanksgiving anyway, too. Yeah. So it's kind of like pointless that this comes out. But um for Christmas. Going into yeah, going into it with a plan and knowing how you're gonna is that a fuzzy in my hair? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just love that it's just us. Um we're probably the only ones to listen. <laughs> uh going into it with a plan, I think is the biggest, the biggest part is not waiting until the last minute where you're in the middle of the day and you're just like scrambling, like, okay, well, what am I going to do for the rest of the day? Like, oh, I don't really have anything planned out. Like choose your free meal, pack the rest of your meals, get your water in and it's fine. You know, yeah, that's exactly how I'm going to approach it. I mean, I don't have to go other places, but normally, and I was bouncing around three different places on Thanksgiving and that gets hard to manage when you're dieting, you know, when you're on a plan. Um, and I will be, you know, I'll be strict on prep for when, when Christmas comes and that's okay. Like that doesn't bother me. That doesn't mean that it takes away my time, like spending time with my family at all. I can still enjoy myself and bring my meals and everything's fine. It's not taking away from anything. I can still be there. I'm choosing to do this. No one else should be suffering the consequences of my choice to live this lifestyle. Yeah. That's exactly, I mean, I'm on gut protocol right now. So it's been made very clear by my coach that if you're on gut protocol, like you stay a hundred percent. Before you go into that, I just want to, because we kind of like segued into this without even talking about kind of what we're actually going to get to the point (laughs) (laughs) because I want you to return right to that, your topic, but basically just kind of like developing and maturing in how did you word it maturing through our fitness journeys right we we go from black and white to now I'm morphing into more seeing the gray areas and seeing how to really make this a lifestyle as a competitor and still be deeming myself as a good athlete while living in the gray area because mm-hmm. I feel like so much on social, especially, and by coaches too, it's like black and white, black and white. You're not a good athlete. If you don't stay on plan, you're not a good athlete. If you don't hit all your variables, when we have to live in the gray, because I'm stressed the fuck out. <laughs> That's <laughs> going back to my gut protocol. Like yeah. I, it stalled last week because of my lifestyle stress and how I'm handling it in my own brain. Mm-hmm. So I'm do that. It's so crazy. And going back to Thanksgiving, like when you are so stressed out about the food, that's going to be worse for you than actually just eating the damn freaking pie and moving on with your day. Mm -hmm. Um, So kind of just wanted to talk about living in the black and white in the beginning versus now living in the gray and how we've matured through that because we both have done so. It's like, it's waves a little bit, right? And it depends what season you're in, obviously, first and foremost, but kind of like we've touched on in the past where you have to live through those push phases to be able to scale it back and see like, okay, here I've, I've gotten to the black. Now 
I can scale back a little bit into the gray without going completely white where I'm off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that is part of maturing because at first you are going to go into the black and have a little push season, even if it's for a weekend and then go right back to the white. And you're going to do that a couple of times, but you have to keep showing up to those push seasons and teaching yourself to scale it back. Yeah. Yeah. And also not also know when you need to scale it back too. Right. Like that was my, my reason for having to pull the plug on competing in the the beginning of 2022, because I was so like in that black, in that push, in that push deep, deep into my off season where everything else didn't matter. And I was just so zoned in and tuned out from everything else it was just it was bad and I was stressed the fuck out and my body wasn't responding and you have to know when to be like oh like I need to dial it back and get back into that little bit of a gray area where I'm resting adequately I am not point going to the point of pure exhaustion every single day over and over and over hammering at home and now my adrenals are fucked (laughs) yup and I think like the key here is like you were doing that in your off season and that's what I did last year too and that's what brought me to this point of learning the gray Mm -hmm. same as you just going hard I didn't eat Thanksgiving dinner I was in off season last year I didn't eat it because I wanted to stay on plan I didn't eat Christmas because I wanted to stay on plan. I went to Vegas. I had one free meal the whole time in Vegas. I've never been to Vegas before middle of off season because I wanted to stay on plan. Like there's a time and a place for that, but it wasn't then. And I drove myself into the ground so hard with my stress and my mental and my relationships that now it's kind of like come to a head and I got to deal with my consequences. Yeah. And I think that it's really difficult to learn when you need to scale back without just going through it. And it's, it's just, it's learning by experiencing it. There's, I, I really wish that there was like a cheat code to this. And I truly don't think that there is because it's going to vary for everyone, right? It's going to vary for what everyone's threshold is for, applying pressure how can how consistently we all have a different breaking point some people don't have one more power to you I wish I could be that way (laughs) I feel like they do they just don't show it everyone (laughs) has a breaking point (laughs) some people mask it really really well (laughs) yes Yes, but what is that doing to their insides yeah right Hmm. <laughs> no, you gotta think about that one. But just knowing you you get to that breaking point, you experience the all right, I fucked myself up here. <laughs> now Royal. I'm gonna pull back a little bit, but it's only a little bit. It's not like 80 20 you know oh it's that that's 
that's your Monday through Friday versus weekends, right? That, that it doesn't work. It doesn't fucking work that way. Yeah. And I feel like we all go into like when we want to get into fitness, it's always that 80-20 mentality of, okay, I'm going to go really hard during the week. And then the weekends are balls to the wall. And like you said, you have to go through those push phases to get to where you can stay in the black for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. And then it's, you have to burn yourself out in the black and then figure out or experience it. And then moving forward, you know, when to pull back, you know, when it's time to pull back because you have had that experience. Yeah. And And even then it might vary a little bit because we're constantly growing too. Right. Mm -hmm. Like when I was in that strict off season in 2022, early 2022, I was not the same person as I am now. And I know that my threshold has expanded a lot because the point I know that the shit storm that I've been through this year would have buried me last year. If I was already having issues last year with what, what I was going through, which yeah, I was a lot, but the, the threshold moves too. And I know that I've grown as a person and re- making that recognition of, damn, if I would have went through these current life events at that time, I thought I had it bad then. Like, I would have been buried. And okay, I, I think I'm doing pretty decent now. <laughs> yeah, that is such a good point, though, because it goes back to maturing in fitness. But then as you mature in life, you're gonna naturally mature in your fitness journey. It's just part of being a human. Yeah. Yeah, like we've talked about where it all ties together. It all intertwines. It all pours into all those different facets of life. And learning, <clears throat> growing as a as a person, as a human being, is it, it breaks through those thresholds and allows our capacity, our, our homeostasis, right, to be of more capacity. Yeah. And I think it goes back to, this is another topic that I want to dive deeper into on another podcast, but like living in having dualities for life where you're not constantly in that I am all of this or I'm not this. Mm-hmm. Kind of like learning that. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but this just what it reminds me of. of no, learning. I mean, right. It's relatable and it's all gonna, you know, it's all encompassing of growing as a human being. Yeah. 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 And just knowing, just being able to make that differentiation of, okay, now it's time to shift gears. Yes. Where when I was, you know, earlier in, in this whole exploration of competing in off season or in season or whatever, I was so zoned in that like, I didn't even have the awareness to look around, to look up and be like, okay, what's next? Because I was just so laser focused on what was directly in front of me. What was I enthralled in right at this very moment? Where now it's like, okay, I know what I'm in. I know I'm good. I'm, I'm on a momentum. That's, that happens without me even thinking anymore. That's second nature now. 
Now I can add in all of these other things where I have the awareness of, okay, what's six months down the road? What does my year out look like? And be able to integrate those future plans, which yeah, they may change. They're probably going to change. They will. But (laughs) having that capacity to look far ahead and take those variables and just like gear yourself towards something more than just that black that you're in. I love that. I feel like that's for all areas of life, but especially for fitness as competitors where you are so laser focused on the here and now that we forget to think about the year ahead. And it's not just the year ahead of competing. It's the year ahead of life, of business, of all of those things that we forget about when we are so laser focused and kind of running the rest of our world into the ground, mm-hmm. um, which is and, very common. Yeah. And that'll tie right into our, our Olympia re- recap episode, right? Where just feel it all, you know? Yeah. Be it's present. yeah. Being present and not shutting everything else out because you decided that you're in prep. Yep. You chose this. Not everyone else not everyone else, no one else needs to suffer the consequences of your choices to do what you want to do. Bodybuilding. Yep. Um, I want to segue to a portion of maturing that I have learned. And I don't know if you've learned this as well is not making your choices when you're in groups of people that don't understand what you're doing a big deal. Mm-hmm. So like, for me, for example, me going to my aunt's on tomorrow, I know that I'm going to have to bring Tupperware and I know that I'm going to get some comments because it makes my family very uncomfortable when I'm not eating. My, my family has a history of eating disorders. I personally don't, but like, that's where my, the females in my family are coming from. So they get very concerned when I show up with Tupperware. Yeah. I, used to take those comments to heart and I used to like be combative about it or make it a big deal that, or almost an attitude of I'm better than you because I can control myself in this situation. Yeah. And now I've realized that's really hurting me and everyone else around me in our relationship. So just kind of making it no big deal. Just, and how do you personally, like, how do you navigate that now? Now I just eat the food and there has been a moment, um, in this life because I'm, I'm at my mom's house a lot more than I was recently where I'm eating around her more. And she's made comments of, I wish that you would just try this because I'm in gut protocol. So I have certain foods that I can't eat. Well, I wish that you could eat. I was like, Hey mom, I will be able to try that right now, but this is what I'm doing right now. And it's not helpful when you're constantly saying, I wish you could eat that. And just explaining that to her. And honestly, that was the last time that she's brought it up. So just explaining it to them. Um, when I'm in areas with people around me that are friends that I used to kind of have that air of I'm better than you because I can control myself or like, that's what I would talk about. I change the subject now. Mm-hmm. If they like say, oh, well, I shouldn't be eating this. I just change the subject because 
what's the point of talking about it? No. And there's no, like, you don't have to drive it home, right? If someone's curious, genuinely curious, and they actually want to make a change within themselves, they'll reach out, they'll ask, they'll question you, right? Or if they, there's also those people that like kind of project too, right? Yes. They're like, there's like old friends that have texted me recently and they're like, cool, well, I understand you're in, you know, you're, you're doing what you're doing right now, but when do you get a free meal? And it's like, why do you have to focus on that? Like, I can be around you and you would have no, I like you, (laughs) you don't, this is daily for me that like, this is my norm. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be a big deal. Like we don't need to be so hyper-focused on, oh, well, I can't go out with my friends because I can't have a free meal or I can't have a drink. And it's just like, I will still go out and hang out with you because guess what? You don't need to suffer the consequences of my choices. Yeah, exactly. And I'm finding that because I was that person of, well, I can't drink, so I'm not going to go. Um, especially in former relationships, I can't drink because I'm, so I'm not going to go. It got to the point where I wasn't being asked to go anymore. And I was getting hurt for that. And they were like, well, you can't go. So what's the point? And I had matured where I'm like, well, I, I can go like what you were saying. I can go and still enjoy myself. Um, but they're so used to how you were showing up that like, that's the idea that they have of you. Right. So I'm, I'm really happy within myself with that because as soon as I was in prep, I threw myself into those situations so that I could get comfortable in them right out of the gate. Like I, like as soon as I was in prep, like I was going out to restaurants left and right with my friends because I wanted to put myself in those situations. And it kind of became like a little bit of a sick game for myself where I'm just like, do I have a breaking point? Like, let's find out. That's such a scary thing. <laughs> let's a little fucked up, but it's fine. <laughs> but it, it, I grew from that and it made me so much stronger to, to when I can, when I need to be in that locked in place, it's an easy switch for me. And honestly, I have a harder time being out of that where I do have to like scale back like in an off season and I let myself be loose. Well, that tumbleweeds a little bit for me, you know, and that's an area that I can definitely improve on where I'm just like, oh, well, you know, that won't hurt this, this little bite of this won't hurt or whatever. And that can obviously turn into so much more. I've never had an issue with like binging or anything like that, but just consistently being loose, like that shit adds up where if I stay on a structured plan, I know that I'm better and allow myself like, okay, the one free meal instead of being like, oh, well, just passively have a bite of this or passively have a bite of that. If I'm just like in a loose off season, personally, I I don't do as well. And I need those, like those, I think just individual, like the differentiation for myself to be like, no, I'm a hundred percent on plan. And if I'm going to have a free meal, then I'll plan for that at that time. Otherwise I'm locked in, but it took me a long time to be able to even figure that out too. 
And I think and it's I, important that is a part of that. Yeah. And I think that that's a part of like my maturing as well. It's like just knowing that that doesn't work for me. Not to say that it won't in the future, you know, I, but making sure that I'm in that like mindset is very key for me. I think that is such a good point as well, because you're going to mature in fitness in different ways. So as you mature, you're going to figure out what works for you, what doesn't. And it doesn't mean that your way is wrong or the other way, if it works for somebody else to be a little bit looser in off season and then be dialed in and prep, no free meals, whatever it is. It doesn't mean that either way is wrong. It's just what works best for you Mm -hmm. in that season. And like you said too, like that could change next year. You might have a completely different approach to that and that's okay too. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited too for, because all of our seasons are, they're just so different, right? Like, mm-hmm. like no two preps are the same, but like also no two off seasons are the same either. No, cause you're growing, you're maturing as mm-hmm. a human. Right. And you, you do have that, that looseness, but you still want to keep it constructive so that your off season is as effective as possible and purposeful as possible like look at I mean look at and I'll just use me for example because I was being loose and just like oh yeah like I'll you know I'm on my meal plan but I'll veer off here and there whatever but like look at my progress in the last four weeks that I just posted that was four weeks yes holy shit All right. I know this is going to be like a week out after she's posted it, but go to her Instagram because we can throw it up on here. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Throw it up on here. I'll send it to you, but it's just like literally four weeks difference. I'm up two pounds, but I've been 100% on my meal plan, 100% on my training, 100% on my cardio. And without any deviation and being that locked in and just intentional with every single rep of every single set. That's the shit that happens. And I also want to highlight for anyone that is still in your head about the scale, especially in off season. She just said that the photo that we're going to show on the right is two pounds up from the photo on the left. Now look at that. And tell me how much the scale is going to dictate your results. I'm like, pretty sure the two pounds are strictly in my glutes. I, I'm 100% sure. <laughs> That's but it's, it's noticing that difference between just kind of like coasting through an off season and being so intentional with my time in an off season. Mm-hmm. where I'm holding myself accountable. I'm checking in weekly to make sure that I'm tracking my progress. I'm locked in on every single variable. I'm controlling every single variable that I can. And Lord knows there's life stress, you know, mm-hmm. but making that. And I like it, it, it makes me wish that I would have been more intentional with my time prior. Not to say that I haven't been, 
but I've been very, very, very hyper locked in the last four weeks because it's crunch time. I have limited time left to grow as much as I can before my surgery, before recovery, and then prep starts. So I'm making sure that every single rep, every single gram of food counts because it does. It does. And you said that there is still life stress. So I'm just curious that now that you're locked in, are you finding that you're able to handle the life stress a little bit better with the structure that you have versus like, look at that shit eating grin. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, Sarah, tell me. (laughs) I'm honestly doing it so much better mentally. (laughs) Like so much better. Are you sleeping at night? Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> no, but that's honestly okay. Really My sad. sleep hasn't been this good in months. In yes. months. Like, and that oh my gosh, sleep is everything. But having <laughs> fuck man. <laughs> this is gonna help somebody though. Like you going through this is gonna help somebody. Being locked in for me and not so just like winding, allowing myself deviations, being intentional literally bleeds into every other aspect of life. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm stressed, but I'm able to manage it in such a, a better way. My, and that's what I know that I'm like mentally unsettled is when my sleep goes to shit. My sleep has been awesome the last like month and a half. You told me that you slept through the night. I think it was last week. That was freaking huge. I was celebrating that because mm-hmm. you haven't done that in months. Oh, it's I I was up every single hour for months on end. And mm-hmm. that is just freaking miserable. And then you're tired for the, you know, throughout the day and I mean I would how many times would I text you and be like, "Yeah, I just woke up from a nap." Like I had to take naps every single day because I was just exhausted. And that's when I was being loose and not intent, not fully intentional with my, my time and my efforts and being so locked in with everything. It literally just bleeds into every other aspect. I feel like it gives you almost that mental capacity to handle the things and process the things that you need to when everything else is just, you just tick the boxes. Like you don't have to think about it. And that's, that's where I thrive is when I have that, that plan to lean on. It's not that added stressor. It's not that added variable. It's something, it's a crutch for me. It's something that, okay, if everything else is chaos over here, I have this constant I know when I have to train, when I have to do my cardio, when I have to eat my meals, what I'm going to eat, how much water I need to get down, how many steps I need to get in. And I can structure everything else accordingly. But when I give myself that looseness, and this is just what what works for me, it's not going to be the same for you, for anyone else listening, you know, it varies, but it's finding what works for you and when to be in that push season. And guess what? This can only last for a little bit. And I'm going, that's the reason why I know I'm going this hard is because I know that in a week from now, I'm going to be laid up for a couple of weeks. 
Yeah. Yeah. So you need this push season right now. Mm -hmm. And it's key going back to there are different seasons for it. So it might not work for me in my current season to approach it as it's a push season and I need to check all the boxes because I just came off a long prep. I just came off off season of handling it like that. Right. And you like, we are polar opposite right now where you and, but guess what? We're both in off season. Exactly. That's a really good point to make is our off seasons look polar opposite because we both have different things that we need to handle in this off season Mm -hmm. and it's going to look different for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, so right now I'm learning that I need to pull back. And if I don't hit my steps one day, yes. Would I love to hit my steps? Yeah, of course. But if I don't hit them, I'm not going to beat myself up over it. Mm -hmm. I am not going to, if I need to take an extra rest day because I'm feeling sick, like don't train when you're sick. So I'm going to take an extra rest day. If I, I don't even know right now I'm on a gut protocol. So it's really just focusing on healing my gut before growing. I'm not in a growing phase in this off season. So Mm -hmm. it's really different. (laughs) It's so, it's so different. Right. And you have to recognize that that phase of life that you're in, what is your priority? You know, yeah. minus growing. Yours is just getting to a, a state of homeostasis. Being healthy. Being a <laughs> right. healthy human. Right. And that is going to look f- different for everyone. And if you don't know, get a coach and they'll tell you. <laughs> like Yes. And vet out your coaches. Talk mm-hmm. to your coaches. Don't just jump. I That is another thing that I learned in my um, fitness journey is if I felt like I needed to convince myself that this was the best coach ever. And I like, that's what I'm saying to everybody. Cause I'm telling myself that no. So I'm currently with a coach and I love my coach, but you will not hear me say, I'm never going anywhere else. I'm not doing this. Like I've done in the past because I'm learning that there are different phases and there are different seasons of coaching and what I need and just being able to, I see your shitty grin, like being able to mature as a human of not being so emotionally tied to something. Um, Cause it's reminding me of other things. Yeah. Is, is key. So that's just a little tangent of just do your due diligence and everything. Mm-hmm. And allow. Don't be so stuck in your time invested with people or things that won't allow new things, better things that better fit to come into the equation. Damn for everything. Drop my mic there. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> wrap this up. <laughs> Again, thank you so much for joining everyone and we will see you next week uh we're probably going to record before then so that i can be laid up for a little bit titties (laughs) (laughs) bye guys we're gonna have to tell the story of telling your dad that you're getting a boob job at some point i think that would be relatable (laughs) it was 
pretty anticlimactic, but I was pretty, I was pretty nervous about it. Yeah. You were nervous about it. It was nothing, but it's just <laughs> something you don't think about when. Oh my God. I was just like, uh... how do you tell them? My mom would lose her shit. I straight up just told them. I was just like, Hey, just so you know, I made a really exciting decision. <laughs> He's just like, just be safe. And I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we will talk to you guys next week on this. Yeah. Have a great Thanksgiving, guys. I know it'll be after Thanksgiving. It'll be after. Have a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> Bye.